Lord, you tell us to be still and know that you are God. And so, Father, we just, we just pause. We settle into that safe place on the rock of our faith. We worship you this morning. And we thank you that as we do, the myths of this world fade and the realities that will last forever become clear. Reveal yourself to us afresh, we pray, Lord God. Teach us to lean upon you, to stand upon you, to be strengthened by you, to stand with you always. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, it's definitely interesting times in which we live. The scriptures, though, tell us this shouldn't be any surprise. You know, there would come days where evil would be called good and good would be called evil. As uh, media outlets that be start their own method measures of censorship and silence voices that speak truth. Uh, that's the place we're at. That's the world in which we live. And for us, the truth we speak does not change. Like uh, blind Bartimaeus, we cry out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus said when he gave this meal to the disciples that he would not eat of it again, according to Matthew, he would not eat or drink of this vine again until he did it with us in the fullness of the kingdom. No matter how things turn on earth, there's a kingdom coming. And even in this chaos, we remain the witnesses of it. And Jesus reminds us with this meal of that reality. It was around the 1200s, I believe, almost 800 years ago, an Italian mother named her son Mark. And she told him that she named him Mark after the gospel writer Mark because she wanted him to be a testifier of the truth. 
She had no idea the adventurous soul that her, her son had. He left Italy, went through Russia, over the mountains, past the Himalayas. He, he was the first European to venture into China. And there he saw cities of the, uh, of the Kublai Khan that, that amazed him. Palaces that dwarfed any castle or structures that he knew from Europe. Even the dining hall of the palace there was so big that 6,000 people could dine within it. 6,000. And every one of them ate from solid gold plates. He saw cities and he saw things that he didn't know existed. He, he, he saw gunpowder. He, he, he was introduced to steel that Europeans wouldn't, discover, wouldn't make for, for centuries to come. And then after 17 years of serving uh, the Khan there, he returned to Venice. And he came back with gold and with silks and with all these evidences of that faraway land, but still the Venetians thought he was out of his mind. No such a place can exist. You've made it all up in your head. And then finally, as Mark was dying, he was pleaded with by his priest, please recant these lies. Your, your soul is close to heaven. Please recant these lies. And he sturdied himself and raised his head up off his pillow and he said, I have not yet told you the half of what I have seen. No one has seen the Father but the Son who revealed him. And he came to tell us about a kingdom. A kingdom that he himself had seen and a kingdom that he was going to prepare for us. A kingdom that someday we will experience. A kingdom that will come. A kingdom that is as certain now as China was then, even though the Europeans knew nothing of it. And so as we remember him, we remember that solo explorer from heaven to earth who told us of a kingdom we can't imagine. That a kingdom someday every eye will see and every knee will bow before him who is its king and our king. Remember, no matter how crazy the world gets, You've been told of a kingdom, and you know it's king. And so cry out all the more of the truth that you know. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread and he gave thanks to you, God, and he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body which is broken for you, do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of you, we do these things. 
We pray that you pour forth your Holy Spirit upon these gifts of juice and bread wherever we partake of them this morning. That by your Spirit, you would not only touch them, but you would touch us by your Holy Spirit within us, Father, that you would rekindle the life, reassure the forgiveness, remind us of the things that are eternal, those things that are before us. And Father, we pray this morning, even as your son, that great witness of the kingdom, taught us to pray saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord Jesus, as we receive this great gift that is ours in, in Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you that we can trust you for every provision. Even that that you ask from us in our tithes and our offerings this morning, Father, you are the great provider. We rest in your goodness to us, and we pray, Lord God, that we could share in sharing your goodness with others. We pray for the ministries of this church that these offerings empower. And we pray, Lord, that in your hands we would come to do more and they would come to do more than, than we can do on our own. We ask for your anointed touch on all that's given today, our hearts, our lives, our offerings. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen.